Alright, welcome back everyone uh, to, I guess we're calling this season 2 of uh, Basketball Baatcheet with uh, Nikhil and Arjun. It's been, it's been a long time, I mean we're recording this uh, in January and the season's been on for a while, um, but we've all been, <laughs> like life's been happening I guess. So uh, Arjun, uh how have you been? What has uh, what life has been happening with you? <laughs> uh, I've been good, man. You know, since we recorded our last pod, where uh, I was fortunate enough to come uh, visit you over in Michigan before COVID completely went complete haywire. Uh, yeah, I hope. I hope. I hope they. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll probably release both the episodes together, so you'll be able to. If you haven't already heard that one, you should be able to hear it. I guess at the same time as this. Yeah, it may not be as relevant, but we did cover some interesting thoughts about the off season um, mm-hmm. and you know a lead up to the draft and all that. So the true bachitos out there, you know, our fans. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, that, we're, okay. Uh, I think we should tell everyone that. We're kind of going to be um, trying out different uh, names for like fans of the podcast once like it like explodes. Uh, mm-hmm. And and Arjun Arjun is a fan of this one, so we're going to be trying this one for a few weeks. Go ahead, Arjun. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have any thoughts and any recommendations, we're all ears. Otherwise, you are you are now dubbed the Bachitos. Yeah, e- e- email us at uh, basketballbachi.gmail.com. Yeah. So after that, man, you know, I was in the East Coast for a little bit, came back for Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, spent time with family, um, pretty much, you know, just um, stayed indoors. It was stay-at-home order across the board and, you know, waited for the season to kick back off. It was a fun and abbreviated off-season, lot, lots to catch up on. So um, I think we, you and I just need a little bit of time away from the pod, just like the NBA players. Half of them have shown up uh, completely out of shape. We have a lot of injuries, <laughs> you know, early in the season. And uh, some guys were on the shortest offseason in NBA history, whereas other guys hadn't played in almost 250-odd days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not like LeBron hasn't hasn't been playing a lot of basketball this decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Uh, no, I mean, I feel like it was the same for me. Um, I I guess I, I had been uh, just spending the last couple of months, I've been like kind of just get my act together. And my PhD is finally in its like home stretch. So I need to like just uh, kind of get my act together. So I'm still kind of struggling through that. But I'm happy to have the pod back. Yeah, me it's, too. Uh, it's its own form of therapy for me, uh, keeping me sane in isolation and in lockdown uh yeah i think i need it more now than uh, than ever before so appreciate you arjun and appreciate all you bachitos i did it <laughs> this is why we do it boys and girls out there it's all for y'all uh but yeah nice. Nick, uh, the other thing was great was being able to visit you discuss our thoughts and plans for the pod uh you being yeah. able to teach me a little bit of the editing work so hopefully now we can come out with uh twice a week you know stick to the schedule and um, give the fans what they're here for no, exactly. And I think, uh, uh, yeah, if you all don't know, I edited all the episodes, uh, the 12 episodes we did in, in the middle season of one. And PhD work and all that. I don't know how you did it, man, but uh, I appreciate it. You know it. what? I wasn't I wasn't really working that much during <laughs> lockdown. Uh, so I, uh, Keep that I really DL. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, 
it was it, it's meditative in its own way and uh but i do need to get my act together on that front so i appreciate you sort of uh i'll still i'll still edit the odd episode but uh yeah i think you will be doing uh more of the heavy lifting this season and hey it's it's actually really really fun i wish i could take out more time for it and maybe i will maybe i'll do one episode a week uh and you do one episode a week so yeah we'll figure that out sounds so good so talking about that uh we are now deciding we've decided that we're going to try and stick to a certain schedule uh and have it twice a week uh shorter episodes as well so yeah exactly shorter episodes we don't want to keep episodes long we want to try and have them between 30 and 40 quick minutes quick turnaround we'll keep... so it's still all relevant by the e- time you hear exactly. it exactly yeah. Exactly. So we're going to have Monday morning uh hopefully that's when we'll be releasing our sort of weekly wrap up episode uh which we'll try and record either on Saturday or Sunday and get it to uh turn that around. And then we're going to do one uh weekend episode we'll record it kind of like Thursday Friday release it on the weekend uh sort of uh whatever we want to do the usual bachi the episodes i guess the kind of like what we did in season 1 and that's kind of what you're getting right now that's what this is even though this might get released on a monday that's just cuz we're starting off on one of those weeks but uh that's what this is going to be yeah, i think right? one one weekend and then one midweek i think is what we'll probably release them and and record on that basis so um exactly. but yeah i mean the big news of the day nicks you know obviously there's a huge blockbuster deal to be talked about eh <laughs> Man, uh, you know, I I feel like uh it's been such a uh crazy time <laughs> being like the news has been blowing up all over uh, in America for other reasons as well, but nothing nothing comes close to uh a uh, overweight James Harden partying uh like you know being put under covid restrictions, getting caught partying with in like strip clubs without a mask, being a grumpy mf mm. like to the media like crying loudly and just like saying no i want to go i want to go to the net the eat until you trade me approach yeah you know i've seen all sorts i mean all sorts of crazy I, things shack was back in the day he's like you know i got hurt in company time i'm going to heal in company time pippen you know with the whole uh surgery is last year where he's like contemplating retirement you see players um usually for more reason than this uh occasionally um flex their muscles with their uh, unhappiness with the franchise but i think james harden just takes the cake in more ways than one eh what's it <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean uh it's a uh, well earned though on his part i mean i feel like and i think i don't know who it was i want to say it was uh lock uh and golliver's uh, podcast where they were talking about Hey, we're all for player empowerment, but like this is a bit much. Yeah, and I mean honestly, that whole team, like what a team, bro! You know, think about it. Like KD with his burner account, Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's on personal leave right now. I don't even know what that means. He's like really troubled about things in America, yeah. or he's I don't know what it means. But imagine how Kyrie feels, bro. He didn't want to even play with LeBron, who gifted him a title. Yeah, he didn't even want to play with LeBron, and now he's going to be the third best player on that team. It's really he's- crazy. I mean, if you look at it, the three uh, somewhat prima donna esque, uh, most uh, you know, players in the NBA are all teaming up together. They all seem to be very fond of one another. So let's see how far that takes things. Uh, I mean. 
Chuck and Shaq were really letting Harden have it because he was saying things like, I've done everything I can and all that, where frankly, the organization has gone above and beyond at every stop to try and accommodate him and uh, provide him with the players to win titles. It's He cannot say... Dude, he, wasn't... he played with... He played with... Uh, Dwight. With Dwight in his prime. Mm-hmm. He played with... Uh, CP3 with Westbrook. He had someone else too in the middle. I'm missing someone between Dwight and CP3 that... Uh, I'm missing someone between Dwight and CP3 that kind of... I mean, look, those are the main partners that he had throughout. There was a lot of good players there. It's not just them. Um, and the fact is they were in positions to get to the finals. His legacy at this point should have included... He should have brought Houston a title. And the the failure of Houston to have won a title should rest squarely on his uh, at his feet. Yeah, he should be more uh, accountable for that. I mean, this is my gripe always with James is you know he doesn't want to take responsibility. He's always cribbing and crying, and the fact is his style of play, whereas it's ugly AF <laughs> in today's day and age where they're just talking about points per possession. I understand the logic of it. It may be horrible to watch, but the point is. When you're up, you do not settle for those same bad looks. And he shot himself out of a couple of games that they should have won that could have completely redefined his legacy. So for him to kind of be laying this at the feet of his uh, franchise, I just don't think is fair. However, bygones are bygones. We're not here to talk about that old Houston team anymore. Let's look forward to this I, new I, Brooklyn you know, team. What in, are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in many ways, I feel like as much as I think of course, James Harden is a once-in-a-generational scorer. I feel like we say that about KD. I feel like that's all we can really say about Kyrie because he doesn't really do much else. Of course, they gave away all their picks and their future and stuff, which is fine. But, man, giving away effectively your third and fourth best player while you know your fifth best player is hurt in Spencer Dinwiddie, you gave away Karis Levert, you gave away Jarrett Allen. This is also your future. You know, both were young guys who had really high upside. Man, I love Jared Allen. Like, that guy is f***ing great. <laughs> he was balling out. He has really been playing extremely well of late, which is why this deal was able to go through to some degree. Uh, because the talk before the season was the deal was going to revolve around Dinwiddie, Levert, and I guess Allen as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, but, but the fact that they were able to swing this deal without Dinwiddie, who's been lost for the season just so you guys understand the climate in which i mean i think that i think that had a role to play in it i think he's, yeah this uh, deal like i mean the desperation to win now is huge and the reason why is kd can opt out after this year and while all this was going on not only did they lose dinwiddie but uh kyrie irving decided that he's gonna like i mean i want to say so much i want to say so much bad stuff about him but i'm holding my tongue because the climate right now i mean Look, as someone was saying about how we look at mental health and how after it's all said and done, you know, we like to clap and say, oh, wow, Kevin Love's so brave, this and that, once they're able to deal with it. But in the middle of the crisis, people are not very forgiving. And we saw that with, you know, let's say Paul George. Are you saying, are you saying Kyrie's depressed? Is that the story? I, I'm I saying this, this. I don't think that it's so easy to say that Kyrie doesn't care about these issues. But I think that he's trying to make it like he's a Muhammad Ali kind of figure who is more concerned with the overall well-being of America versus how he's perceived. I think a lot of this is just fueling the whole... um, uh, He he wants to be looked at a certain way. He wants to be perceived to be more than basketball. He wants 
you know, the players in the league to look at him somewhere. Where in many ways he just wants the attention, you know. So he's a bit of a quagmire. I mean, anyone anyone who think who who's a flat earther wants attention. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. clear. So right now there was thoughts about is is Durant regretting having come with Kyrie if Dinwiddie's gone if they don't win this year and KD's I mean Kyrie's been a head case all year who's to say that uh, Durant should stay so in, in no uh, my question is my question is now that they're making these big moves this is the backdrop of why the trade uh, happened they, though, in my opinion right yeah. right of course oh I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure uh, they were like hey I don't we don't know if we can count on Kyrie Irving so maybe we should trade like sell the whole house and trade for James Harden but my my question is does it make sense to trade Kyrie Irving He's has high value right well, now. Well, does he though? And because the fact is, Houston, Houston. Of course. Hey, he's still he. The few games he played, but Nick, he, he was Nick, amazing. Houston didn't want him in this deal. Okay, how many teams can trade for Kyrie and expect to have a? Content? I don't know if the Nets. Who is going to get? I don't think. No, the no. Nets, I'm just saying this. I don't think the Nets ever can, can, offered can, Kyrie. Kyrie. Kyrie was never on the table. If he gets traded to any team, he's a malcontent. Can you name one situation he gets traded into where he shows no, up to you're, work? You're happy? absolutely. I mean, there people abso- are talking about whether he should right. retire now. There's talk whether he wants to retire. There's talk that the people in Kyrie's inner circle don't have any idea what he wants to do. You and I both feel he kind of <laughs> wants it for the attention. I can't believe I'm the one who uh, seems to be defending him. I'm not defending him at all. I think I think Kyrie is a he's like a crybaby, and he's like a like a he's I I don't think he's a good team teammate at all. But I think that he's still a valuable like asset to any team, especially like, offensively. He, he's great. As a player, he's great. I'm not questioning that for a minute. He's a high risk, I think, high gain. I think that just as an asset, if he wasn't such a head case, let's say, and you didn't know if he's going to come question your organization, if you were a general manager, if you were a coach and you bring this guy in, he's going to be causing problems and he's going to be questioning you, correct? So who wants to bring that into their own ball club? I totally agree, Bo. Totally. I, I'm I'm on board with that. And honestly, a part of me kind of doesn't want to give in to this melodrama that Kyrie and KD he's getting what he wants (laughs) yeah exactly so let's 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 do one thing let's do one thing and quickly let's move on to uh talking about the other teams but but you know what the most unfortunate part about not the other teams in the league other teams in the the, the, I I just want to say this you know what's so sad is that we're 17 or whatever number of minutes into our first episode and we've talked about the Nets for a good 10 minutes and we haven't been talking about how amazing KD has looked he is great He's looking Bro. great. And I mean, he's looking like old KD in many I am ways. so happy to say. That's all I have to say. I love to see the best talents in the world playing at the top of their game. For sure. Um, for sure. I mean, his defensive stats I, I would, haven't been there quite yet. But offensively, he looks amazing. Hey, I'm, I I think having a KD, Kyrie, Harden uh, versus LeBron AD final. Because let's not forget... Right now, the league is filled with big twos. This is the only big three. All right? There's no other big three. I'm what, Schroeder? Yeah, it's no. a real big three. Uh, it's a true... It's a real big It's three. probably the biggest three ever constructed as far as three bona fide superstars. These guys have all been... M- <laughs> M- M- I, I, 
I heard something really funny on Twitter, <laughs> and it was clearly pointed at Kyrie that if you're if you're looking around and you don't know who's the boss, you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of great memes out there with these three. It's been it's been real fun NBA yeah. Twitter. All right, uh, uh, let's let's keep being, yeah. yeah, KD's look but, great. But you right. saw how, Chuck, how do you like Chuck, this? Chuck was saying how KD gave up the Splash Brothers for the Dribble Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. That was great. Okay. All right. Moving uh, on. Yeah. What about let's 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 get the Rockets out of the way because they're pretty boring. They're just rebuilding. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Oladipo. They might look to move. They got. They will move him. He's on his yeah, last year. They have four first rounders plus four first round swap uh, pick swaps with the Nets. So this kind of reminded me of when uh, KG and Pierce got traded. Like if things go south, they'll go real south, and Houston will just own. Brooklyn's soul for the next decade so and and the and the nets again will be garbage for another 10 yeah, years yeah. uh but yeah let, who knows it's all or nothing happen. move but, for sure yeah but i mean yeah so i i don't really have anything interesting to say about the rockets uh i think the cavs got a great deal they've mm-hmm. been kind of good ish i mean uh sexton and uh, garland what are they calling them sexland sexland yeah Sexland, yeah. uh, they've been doing well, but they got Jared Allen, yep. right? Isn't that yep. correct? Man, what a good deal for a first-round pick! And not even theirs. They gave Milwaukee's pick, which is a useless they, pick. They basically second, they fleeced yeah. them. They're definitely the winners they, of this they, trade. I, I was very curious about why no one else wanted Allen more. I mean, Houston should have found a way to make it work uh, financially. So Jared Allen is going to play along with Drummond. That's I don't know. So I mean. I think that maybe Drummond could be on the move because he's in an expiring contract. So they have to decide who they want to build around. And Allen is at least under contract for the next year. Dude, Sexland Allen sounds like a nice <laughs> Jewish law firm and could be the next big yeah. thing happening in Cleveland. Yep. Uh, and and I think Indiana did well getting off that last year of Oladipo's contract and getting Levert. Levert is like an underrated yep. guy. He's they, they took a guy who was kind of just auditioning himself for next year, who didn't really want to be there. And they got a guy who, frankly, is one of the best young scorers on the perimeter in the league. I mean... Who's who's better than uh, him at that age right now? Besides, like the the Boston. How boys. how old? I don't know how old he is, but uh, yeah, I mean he's he is a Michigan. What's he? Twenty three, twenty four. I've been taught to hate him. You no, know, I mean, I'm just saying he's one of those up and coming super. Uh, I mean, I'm shooting guards who can average twenty four type, and he's he's shown he can distribute the ball as well. So again, he's an interesting piece, um, and he'll allow Indiana to do what they always love to do, which is to stay relevant. He's twenty six. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty. I old. like his game. Uh, he he's, he's shown good. he he's can good. explode for like a fifty, and and this is also not being featured yet. So maybe he can take a little step up. I guess time will tell. And India, Indiana, I think Indiana low key got really good. I I won't be surprised if they're like a conference final kind of team this year. You know, I think Sabonis is Sabonis great. is awesome. Brogdon uh, Malcolm keeps Brogdon, Brogdon is out of Bro, his mind. He's playing every so year, well. 50, 40, Look 90. at his stats every year. He improves pretty much in every statistical category every year. He's averaging 23 points a game this year with 7.5 assists with good percentages and great leadership. What more can you want? Dude, there are there are famous people who have won Rookie of the Year who will not have as good a career as Malcolm Brown. Bro, you know the breakout star of last year's bubble, Jamal Murray. Like, right now, Brogdon might be better than, like, a Murray. 
That's such a hot take, bro. I like it. I'm just it. saying like he's like reliable. It. No, no. I hey, mean, again, hey, if you now Murray also oh, plays with Jokic, who takes the ball out of his hands me, a lot. Let me, let me, let me ask you right now. Then, who would you rather have today in on your team? Like, if we could get on the Lakers, we are both Lakers fans, right? On the Lakers today, we could, and I know this is a very unreasonable trade, but this is what we're doing. We can swap Schroeder for Brogdon. Or Murray, who do you take? Dude, I want Brogdon. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, um, we it, it's so reliable. Yeah, Brogdon works. He's like the Rahul Dravid of <laughs> the NBA, bro. Exactly. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, he, he is. is. He is. He, he's just steady as they come, you know. And uh, that's what I'm saying. I like bankability. That's another term, if you remember from season one. I'm all about the bankable players. Sure. And with with Brogdon, you can take it to the bank every day. Every game, he's going to be contributing in a positive way. Murray sometimes wants to be the scorer. And I feel like, dude, Jokic is open. Why didn't you make that pass? You know, I feel like he comes and goes in the games kind of like trying to dictate his offensive ability rather than his than, than game managing. A point guard for me should be about how do I get my guys involved? How do I just overall win? It's not about how do I dictate my own scoring. And with Murray, I think he slips into that. That's the thing with these hybrid scorers. And even with and even with score no, but even with score first point yeah. guards, the ones that do really well do what you're saying. Like Curry, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, he can yeah. average 40 points a game. But he still gets everyone involved. Mm-hmm. He does. Like his gravity matters for the team. Like you know? Billups for me uh, was one of the greatest point guards because it wasn't about his stats. Kind of like Lowry, but he was a little bit tougher. I mean, different. I mean, that 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 whole team, that whole team was like the only team to have ever won a title. I feel like Lowry with his scoring kind of has some really bad games sometimes where he gets hot and cold. Billups was like a Lowry-esque player who was more about setting up his teammates, so more dictating as a floor general, but um, was a little bit more consistent for my money. And he was a better defender than Lowry. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, both similar kind of great leaders from the point guard position. Yeah. So Hey, so overall, I think... Uh, overall, I actually think this was one of those like win-win-win-win trades. I think everyone did well. Uh, I think everyone is happy. You want to say everyone is happy? Do you think anyone is unhappy in this trade? I don't think Not so. Not today. Let's see in a year or two. <laughs> Frankly, with the Nets, let's see in a month or two. Who knows? Absolutely. They're the most volatile uh, out of all these teams. They're the one who took the most risk, but they're the one who had the most upside. Most to lose exactly. as well. Most to win, most to lose. High upside, high risk, high mm-hmm. gain. All right. Let's move on quickly now uh, to talking about uh, the league. So uh, let's just start with the... Eastern Conference uh, and like let's just go through the uh, list of teams and uh, let's just start from the top of the standings uh, I think that's the Sixers uh, yes the Sixers are currently on top um, all I gotta say is Doc has come in and uh, put his stamp on this team Sure, yeah. Embiid has come in in great shape he's playing like an MVP candidate um, shooting the highest percentages he's shot just dominating games um, you know, all that you can say about what Ben Simmons doesn't do. Doc has him doing things very well, kind of like a souped up, taller version of Rajan Rondo from his Celtics years. So uh, they're playing great. And it's the other Curry brother, man, who's just shooting amazingly. He he was a huge acquisition. Uh, plus, they also got uh, Danny Green from the Lakers. So they just found the perfect complementary pieces. It looks like a well-constructed team. 
and um, yeah the yeah simmons and embiid are uh, not looking terrible together on the court which is saying quite a bit and uh, yeah i mean other than the fact that seth curry gave everyone covid uh, <laughs> yeah it was great i mean they had they had a game where doc said uh, yeah dwight's going to play point guard today we have six people i mean adam silver should have canceled that game well you also go from last year where doc and uh, pg13 had some serious chemistry issues to Doc is now coaching his son-in-law, and they I get along very why. well. I, I, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder look up the love triangle there with Seth yeah. and PG, and it, it was interesting. Dude, we love yeah. that love triangle. I feel like we've talked about it on like three. I of think our, you like, always cut it out, episodes. though. I don't think it's actually made it to air. Anyways, irrespective. <laughs> uh, is that true? Is that true? I don't it's know. possible? Yeah, it's possible. So uh, yeah. I'm just glad to see Seth is in a place where he has a father-in-law who believes in him and is giving him ample playing time. <laughs> and honestly, I've always I always loved uh, Seth's game. I was a big advocate of um, the the Same. Warriors. Same. The He's Warriors. Great. I thought it would have been great when when Clay got hurt last year that they should have gotten in Seth, the two Curry brothers. That would have been like the new Splash brothers. But <laughs> irrespective, it's great to see him somewhere. And but we hated when Curry splashes on our clothes. <laughs> That's sorry. That's really bad. So yeah, Sixers are looking great. The other team at the top uh, are the Celtics, Celtics. where Jalen Brown has just taken the next step along with Tatum. Yeah, he's going to be the next uh, like first time All Star, I think. Yeah, him or Sabonis. Yeah. He needs to be. I mean, last year he should have been there. There's no reason you cannot exclude his name from the list this year. Again, it's like an addition by subtraction. Where allowing Hayward to go and by missing Kemba, these two have been allowed to shine more. Um, which makes me wonder what Kemba's really going to do when he comes back. I think he's now in a bit of, a bit of a bad contract. They're just going to have... He can contribute, but he's not going to be earning his money on that team. Marcus Smart, for me, is a better fit. Um, I mean, they look pretty good. Uh, Celtics going to be a competitor. I Honestly, for me, though, um, even with the Nets looking so dangerous now, the... The bet on Philadelphia to come out of the East is something like eight to one or nine to one, which is where I think there's it's a good opportunity to make some good profit. Um, but then number three is yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. No, I was saying number three. Unless you have more to say about the Sixers, is is the Bucks? Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to say one thing. I I, had, I think I had said that yeah, Jalen Brown is going to be one of the most likely first time All Stars. I was like something was wrong. I said Sabonis. Sabonis was an All Star <laughs> last year. That sounds yeah right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Bucks for the. Uh, I'm sure by the time the season's done, they'll be right up there competing for the number one. They're very close right now. How do you feel? Yeah, yeah. Giannis, Giannis is doing his thing. The new team is. Yeah, they made some big moves in the offseason. They did, and Middleton is actually uh, like he was always for me. Like I know he's an All Star and he's like a really good player. Yeah. Right. He's like an, but he's like a A minus. You know yeah. what I mean? He's not an A or an A+. I mean, A+. he's the kind of guy who he's I always felt A. against the good teams would not be able to get his shot that effectively. I think he's but a he's improved. third best yeah. player on a championship I, team. I, I have to oh, say this. Middleton you know? is a hard worker. And he every time I see him, I feel like he's getting a little bit better. I have nothing bad to say about him. Uh, again, he's not like an alpha-alpha, as you say. He's not like one of these guys like AD, LeBron, Harden, these Steph. You know, these guys who are... Um, you expect to carry a team on their own. He's definitely like a next tier of sidekick. Uh, again, with Giroud now, the question is, Giroud may not be that clear beta sidekick who is good enough to, you know, win a title. But with the two of them together, 
Let's see. Yeah, it's sort of like Drew is also not like a great two. Yeah. It's almost like they have a one and then they have a 3A and a 3B. In the off-season edition, you called Middleton a 2.5 and I think that's fair to say he's in that 2.5. Like, not good enough that you'd want him as your two, but if he's your three, you're feeling pretty good. So you're feeling yeah, great. So th- if Middleton is your third best player, you're in really good shape. Basically, they have two 2.5s now with a one, you know? So exactly. let's see how it works exactly. out. Um, again, for me, Giannis, his shot is still unreliable so far. Uh, it is. Ideally, I would have loved to see them get a point who is a really good catch and shoot, a huge shooting threat. Now, Giroud's not that guy. So the other thing I, I was making the point is that they, Giannis needs to be in different positions where he's catching the ball and then attacking from a striking zone, let's just say, as opposed to try and bring it from outside the three-point line. So if they can find a way to get this offense going where they can become a pick-and-roll or he can become, you know, a catch-it-at-the-elbow turn and, and not have a defense all geared towards stopping him, if that kind of thing can happen, Giannis will, will be better in the playoffs he's kind of let them down and not being mvp level kind of like a harden you know where in the playoffs their production isn't quite what it was in the regular season so even in the production is fine there's just something about the efficiency it's not about raw stats. efficiency and the and the sort of the level of level of play that's required in the playoffs uh it's almost like he doesn't have it you know uh but hey the uh the bucks are still fourth in the league on uh, defense, so they're doing really well on that front. Drew really helps, uh, and uh, but and their number they're the best offensive team in the league right now. So I mean, I feel like uh, they're doing they're going to do their Bucks thing, but I don't want to talk about them anymore. Let's see what they do in the playoffs, bro. The Bucks legacy is going to be decided in the playoffs right now. Absolutely, if you cannot make the NBA Finals, I'm sorry, but that's not. Yeah, good we've enough. seen all this before. I'm, let's I'm, move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on. Pacers in fourth. Yeah, but we we've talked Pacers about them. We've talked about uh, so uh, Magic. I don't really. They're doing well, but I don't care enough. I'm gonna. We want to skip. Are you yeah, okay just Fultz is out for the year, which is sad to see because he was playing some pretty good basketball. That is sad yeah. to see. He was yeah. Cole Anthony now right, gets a chance Magic, to shine know. the the rookie. He does, and he's uh, he's actually scoring quite a bit, but he's not uh, efficient but... yet. So let's see. He's going to get a trial by fire. Hopefully, it'll help him become a better player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nets. We've talked about Hawks. Uh, I actually really like the Hawks. I have I have like three fantasy uh, leagues going right now. I have I have Trey Young on all three of them. Wow, and he is amazing i just want like to say about is... the the nets though is that they've really struggled defensively and even though they've done pretty good at times uh they've also had some letdown games so that'll be the big question mark is if with the new big three if they can defend um and with the aging deandre jordan so keep your eye out for that but yeah atlanta atlanta started yeah, the, uh, if anyone wants to know their their uh, brooklyn is 11th on uh defense and yikes where are they uh, oh, they're fourth on offense. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, the Hawks look looked great. They started like four and zero, then they dropped like five in a row, and now they've won one. But I love their yeah. roster. If you were just like honestly, they have like eight or nine or ten guys who I would just love having on my team. You know, the, like they have the young wings. 
uh, DeAndre Hunter yeah. and uh, Reddish. Then they got the older but proven like wings Bogdanovich, who got hurt pretty badly now, and Gallinari they picked up, who's been hurt. Yeah, great. And then they up. have and their they center have, again. Two guys there where they have uh, Collins and they have Capella, and uh, of yeah. course they got. Uh, they they go like eight nine Man, deep actually. Their practices must be sick. Their first five against their backups with Rondo going against exactly. uh, against Trey Young. Exactly. Rondo's been out, but yeah, uh, did he come back? He, he'll be back any day now. But effectively, they got a great ten uh, man rotation. So I solid. Think, yeah, their 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 top eight, I would think. Would start I think they should finish on like a bunch of uh, the bottom half Eastern Conference. Now teams. looking at like the Heat and Raptors, we'll get to like they've really disappointed so far. But the Hawks should be as high as sixth, and otherwise will be at least should be in the play-in game at nine or ten. But oh, that I think I think I think the Hawks are definitely going to make the playoffs, whether through the play-in or otherwise. They have the talent to go like forty, forty-two, and uh, thirty, but I don't think it's going to happen just because. Uh, it, it, I'm very high. It's on pretty the muddled. Hawks, bro. It's, I like. I them. mean, look, if if it clicks this year, that's the upside is to go like, you know. Look, I see them. This is where I have them. I currently have the Hawks at six. That is correct. Yeah, that's where I would like to see them come in uh, behind teams like the Nets, Bucks, Sixers, and Celtics. They could be above everybody else. The Heat will probably turn things around and, and overtake them. So yeah, six is where they should be. Yeah, the Heat have been, uh, uh, were they ravaged by COVID? Was that one of the yeah, reasons? Yeah, uh, COVID, uh, a little bit of a, you know, hangover from a deep playoff run. Um, Butler had a little hot and cold. He had a little injury problems also. So they're finding their legs. Uh, Tyler Harrow has been a real hero, as usual, looking amazing out there. Mm-hmm. Precious Achua is a name to watch. The new, the new BAM. You're precious. Yeah. It's, all, My it's precious. all about it's all about the yeah. precious. <laughs> <laughs> precious is great, man. Precious Honestly, is great. It's He's like a carbon carbon copy draft uh, pick is like what Bam was. I mean, obviously, uh the Heat have a type and have a proven track record. They like their hardworking players. Um so I wouldn't be surprised to see him continue to improve as the year goes on. And Butler was also out for a bit. He's yeah. back, so that should yep. help. Dragic is yeah, back. Uh, They're all there. They're just been exactly. dealing with COVID. I think yeah. they'll be. They'll start climbing up. I I see them going. Yeah, I mean, I I think the Hawks could maybe overtake the Pacers, but that's about uh, Pacers, it. Pacers, I think they should overtake. But yeah, again, these are the teams fighting for the six through eight. Along that's with right. Uh, right now, we have the Hornets who have been playing some inspired basketball. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know that we want to uh, spend like a couple of minutes at the end of the episode talking about the rookies, but hey, I mean, Lamelo is Lamelo is looking great. He was kind of uh, struggling in the beginning, but he's really, I, I really liked his. I, I mean, he's like a better version of Lonzo, you know? Yes, like I... it's just it's just like some and and people were showing that graphic as well, you know, of when they played each other. But he really is like in terms of his playing style, like he's a like some of his passes are amazing. What's sad to see is like Lonzo when he came into the league did a lot of similar things as Lamelo. Lamelo just a little bit longer, basically, and he plays with a little bit more joy and exuberance. uh, But I feel like Lonzo's spirit is kind of been broken a little bit, you know. And they both and they both joined like relatively crappy teams except success breeds success you know what i'm saying and Melo has been put in the environment where he's been coddled he's been supported he's been nurtured hold on hold on hold on yeah 
Uh, are we really calling him Mellow? I want to say that's Deacon's Bro, friend. he's the new Mellow. The old Mellow people. Yeah, <laughs> no, you were talking about how no. this whole generation loves LeBron more than Mike, and that's why it's even a conversation. What do you think with Mellow? This this new generation doesn't even know like, Mellow. Old I feel Mellow. Like, I feel like you're yeah. right, but I wonder... He goes by Mellow. LeBron is saying Mellow, good game. All right? And he's besties with the old Mellow, so... Get used to it, buddy. Oh. All right. <laughs> Old Mello is now Carmelo. Okay. So, uh, anyways, Lamelo had a, a first game was a little bit tricky, but what I really, really liked is just the way he seems to be responding to the coaching. Like I've watched yeah. him a lot uh, since he's been in high school and internationally, Lithuania, Australia. And the thing is, he would kind of make those bad decisions because he could get away with it. Whereas now, it seems like he's just so driven to make the right decisions to improve the team. And you see it come out in the plus minus and and just the general impact he has on the game. No, absolutely. And uh, I think more than that, I think he's enjoying the freedom that comes with playing for the Hornets. You know what I mean? There's no expectations. You're going to suck. And in many ways, I think having, and of course... Uh, I'm always happy to see a Spartan. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Miles Bridges is on that team, and and Miles has been looking cool. He's had a couple of nice dunks. You know what he does? Always the honestly, he's always like uh, I think a little overrated. Uh, but he's a sports center favorite basically because he makes big plays. Yeah, the dunks and he does only yeah. He'll have like the highlight and dunks. his his shot, his threes have come around. He's shooting it very well. They have. No, I think that I think it's a nice young squad. I want to call them like Grizzlies Light, you know? Mm. They're like Grizzlies Light where like uh I want to say like LaMelo is like sort of a poor man's ja. Uh Miles is like a poor man's Jan Jackson and they played together uh, on the same team. Okay, look. Look, obviously uh, Triple J has way more <laughs> upside than Miles. Um Hey, but he's been out for way longer than Miles. And Miles okay, the other thing is this right now. You have to understand that they're being headed by Gordo, all right? The legend, Gordon <laughs> Hayward, who has just come in looking amazing. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot about What are you talking, Yad? Bro, Gordon. Isn't he? Didn't he get hurt? He's he, out. He, he missed playing? one game. It's no big deal. <laughs> I, I, You know, I... I had him on my fantasy team, but he's a horrible per-minute producer. But, bro, he, he's great in Roto, like nine cats, because he shoots well, efficiently, in threes. And That's He right. was 50, 40, 90 so far this year. So, he's been amazing. Um, you know, if you recall, when we talked about the draft prospects, I was hopeful that uh, that Charlotte would pick up uh, LaMelo, because I wanted to see if Michael might actually try and nurture him. I don't think I don't know. We haven't heard much about Michael's involvement, but it's been a great fit for him. Michael doesn't give a f. Yeah. <laughs> Irrespective, Lamelo seems to be growing well there, uh, and uh, Scary Terry has been an absolute freak so far this year, here and there. So yeah, sure. But let's mean, run through the rest great. of the East. We've spent quite a lot of time. I mean, I think the only team uh, so quickly: uh, Bulls, Raptors, Wizards have been garbage. That's all we're gonna say. Yeah, about that. Raps unlucky, but again, the talent train continues. Sorry, friend, they're underachieving yeah. hard. As are the Wizards with Westbrook and Beal. You're underachieving hard. But I mean, they hard. they lost uh, two big contributors in Ibaka and Gasol a year after using uh, losing uh, Kawhi. So you don't drop out of the top three and go into the bottom. No, 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 no. not That's at all, not at all. They they are, they're underperforming. All I'm saying is they aren't the Raptors we've been used to, and we should 
They'll exactly. be uh, what their Siakam. Siakam yeah. is uh, has been a. They'll a be the Raptors of old year. again, which would make the playoffs, but then get knocked out first round. So that's all you can expect from yeah, the Raptors. Yes, they're not making. Then the other big year. move was the Wizards, where uh, Westbrook was traded for John Wall. Now. And they've been good together, but they're surrounded by total like trash. But also, fire, so. uh, Russell is a paper tiger. He puts up big numbers, but is it really helping the team? That's the... <laughs> you're so you're it's so the truth, so, man. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, hey, no, it okay. is. Hey, hey, the fact that Stephen Adams averaged fewer rebounds than Russell Westbrook for their entire tenure shows that he's stealing re- defensive rebounds from the Bradley Beal had sixty so, points yeah. and they lost. He's they've lost his last five fifty point games. I feel very bad for him. I hope someone trades for him. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, let's move to the yeah. West. Uh, let's quickly touch on our boys. Uh, they're looking great. Ten and three. Killing it seven and zero away, but away is meaningless because every place is away and every place is home. Because with no fans, there is no home court advantage. What difference does it make? What logos? On if the anything, floor? it just shows and that LeBron doesn't have to deal with family and this and that. He's almost more focused on the road than. Uh, I mean, LA has got its distractions. It's a vacuum. And no, yeah. there's a there's also like uh, there's also research that shows that yeah, of course, there's home court advantage. But it's role players that do well at home because they're pumped up yep. by the crowd. The big stars are equally motivated at home, and they're equally motivated by shutting up the opponents. Plus, crowd. there's more noise so, at home as far as there's 25 people who need tickets and this and that. Exactly. You know? So it doesn't matter. And no, this just basically shows that under these conditions, the best teams are currently doing yeah. the best. And it makes sense that the Lakers and Clippers are at the top. They're both really the best two teams in mm. the league. I think uh, the Western Conference Finals, if we get one, which is the Battle of LA, will be the actual NBA title final. Because I, I don't know. Both these I mean, teams I feel like the Clippers, uh, they've lost a little shine to me personally. I mean, they also lost a 20-point lead and then lost by 20 to the yeah. Warriors. I think uh, the Lakers aren't so scared of them. And I think also having lost, um, uh, what's this, Harrell. Uh, Harrell was a big loss. They look a little bit worse than last year. That being said, they're a great team. We'll see them definitely going. Paul George, pandemic P is now like coming yeah. back and become like great. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, the Lakers' new additions as well have been great. Like, dude, I had forgotten what a good passer Marcus Hall was. Like, yeah, man, he is so. And dude, I think you every time he, you know, LeBron loves playing with Marcus Hall. You can mm-hmm. see it in his face. You know. Like, he's like, what a smart, like, high IQ, like, all about the and team. And just wait. All about passing. We are not done yet. So good. Power's coming soon, perhaps, as well. <laughs> I hope so, man. I would love to have him back. Hey, maybe. Even maybe, if it's just, uh, you uh, know, like. Get him a, get him that third ring, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, get his brother a second ring. They can win it together. It would be a really nice feel-good story. Her, uh, and uh, both uh, Montrez and uh, uh, the the number one, number two, six man of the year in Schroeder, mm-hmm. uh, Wesley Matthews has been doing his thing. Caruso, Caruso God yeah. is back. But let's not forget, THD. Oh, yeah, Dude. yeah. He's looking good, huh? Second coming of Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay, LA is like this. He's, he's Michael Jordan. Everyone just gets so excited when he gets in the game. So he's he's always he's good though he's got he's a well rounded player. Dude, he had thirty four in the preseason and he had like a twenty seven point game too. He plays. He does it all. He passes well. 
He shoots well. He's he's smart around the. He does yeah. it all. He can handle the ball for a guy who's six nine. Yeah, yeah. It's, Dude, he has a he has a nice future in the yeah. league. Uh, I I I think he's like a starting caliber point guard. Yeah, again for me, he's not really a true point, but he's a he's a small forward. Like if he isn't, if but you, like he's a long he's a long point. If guard. If you want to have someone else run offense because your point guard is not really a point guard, he's a great player to have. You know, and there's it's positionless right, basketball right, right. we're moving towards more and more. So. Uh, exactly. Exciting! All right, let's let's keep yep. it moving. Let's quickly talk about the Suns. Yep. Uh, CP3, you know it, dude. Podcast yeah. favorite. You podcast. and I both knew, expected yeah. them to be up here. Um, it's it's of good course. to see, dude. Seeing them in the in the bubble, they didn't lose in the bubble. Yeah, they were. Great. DeAndre Aiden still for me looks like just like a big oaf who has some talent, but it's not worthy of the number one pick. You know, obviously considering he went above Luca. Dude, it's ridiculous that they could have had yeah. it's it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. What's even worse is the Kings, man. How do you gotta feel about that? <laughs> Dude, I don't wanna talk about oh, the Kings. I, I, I just wanna briefly is, talk about All we'll say is yeah. De'Aaron yeah, Fox's dad. dad <laughs> not De'Aaron Fox. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. Bagley's dad, dad said trade him because they're not playing his son. Dude, what is up with dude, these dads, bro? They, they just need a And and it's not even like it's not like oh like LeBron's like LeBron doesn't have a dad, but like Wade's dad, or like someone like KD's yeah. dad, like someone like good Harden's dad. No, it's all these like C grade players, mm. you know, like Alonzo or like uh, what's his name, uh, Bagley. Come on, bro, you'll always be known as the like be- the center that's eventually gonna come off the bench for like a team. That was picked. You're over Sam Luka, Bowie who's- above Jordan, basically. That's what you are. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, yeah. your uh, who? What's his name? Uh, the one who went to the Pistons. Oh, Darko. Darko. Yeah, yeah exactly. Your Darko. So, uh, De'Aaron Fox's dad, Aaron Fox, actually responded to Bagley's dad and said, "Yes, trade him." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Papa, don't preach. No. Yeah. Great, great. All right, let's move okay. on. Mavericks, uh, Jazz, Jazz is Wait, go, uh, like great. They're doing. Suns. I was just gonna say, uh, Michael Bridges has looked really good as well. Um, Mikael, yeah. Mikael yeah, Bridges. Yeah. He, and, yeah. and 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 uh, Booker's not scoring as much, but he's not complaining because they're winning. So let's see how long that continues. Dude, I I think that's what makes sense. Yeah. If if uh, you don't want Booker scoring seventy points, bro, he lost that game. Yeah. Right. So uh, we don't we don't care about that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, jazz, uh, nothing exciting. They're actually really run of the mill doing their jazz yeah. thing. Middle of Mavs the... started slow, but they're on a four game win streak. Uh, people were calling Luca's getting into his uh, yeah. groove. He had had a bit of a slow. He start. wasn't shooting the ball uh, well, and they were saying he no, was kind of fat. The three. But he's looking good now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were they were fat shaving yeah. Luca, but uh, like the fat shaving Harden. But uh, Luca was actually not hitting his three ball at all. He was like. Shooting at like twenty eight percent for a well, while. actually, it was like ten percent. And and actually, if you if you was know it? the last couple of years, he started as a thirty three percent as a rookie, and last year was only thirty one percent. But the thing is, he's forcing a lot of looks late in the shot clock. When you see his stroke, it's a lot purer than that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I have him in fantasy. So I mean, I'm. So do I. <laughs> and he's he's still on a per minute basis. He's still uh, yeah. But Rado, you know, uh, you look at efficiency. But his free throws have improved this year, and the three point shots come around. Kristaps came back, uh, and he's playing today as well. He did, um, and he's looking. He's good. looking he's good. Looking good. I actually went so, in 
snatched him up in my fantasy drafts where people had left yeah. him. Uh, and I uh, went and snatched him up. That was nice. Uh, I mean, honestly, for me, I'd like to see the Mavs move up to the number two. I think they have the potential to be better than the Clippers. Like, they were better than the Clippers before um, this. No, bro. Last year in the playoffs, before Kristaps went down, I think that they would have beaten the Clippers if Kristaps didn't go down. Tell me, tell me, tell me something. Who scares you more uh, when you're, you're a Lakers fan? Who scares you more? Clippers or the Mavericks? It's the Clippers, bro. Let's yeah, but be honest. see, look, this is like when b- the Warriors before they were the Warriors. I'm calling it out early in the season that I think that Dallas is going to shape up to be that kind of team that is going to be right up. There. Like Denver was last year. Denver who, became the number who three. Did, who Let's did? Let's look at it this way, Nick. Who, Denver became who did they Denver get became from, the number three uh, team in the league last year, right? And they went to the finals and they beat the Clippers and everything. So I'm saying I feel similarly about Dallas in that same kind of. Tier. Sure, but who who did the who did Dallas get from the Sixers? Was it Josh uh, Richardson? What's it? Richardson. Yeah, he's fitting in well. They're, right. they're he, more defensive minded than they solid. were last year. Last year right, they were the worst right, defense right, right. in league history, or something like that, or best offense, but one mm. of the worst defenses. You know, so right. They're they're more balanced this year, and now let's see with Kristaps back and Luca one more year. I'm I'm excited to see what they can do. No, I agree, and uh, yeah, let's see. I mean, they're they're on an upward trajectory. Blazers uh, doing Blazers things at six, except CJ McCollum is shooting more threes than he usually does, and, and they're doing Blazers things. I don't want to talk about them. They're yeah, very yeah. Nuggets, uh, Nuggets. I mean, the only thing to talk about is uh, averaging a triple Joker double, doing his thing, looking even better. He's amazing. He's taken what he. He's and the best he's, Dude, he had seven steals the other day. He's blocking shots. He's a he's a ridiculous yeah. human being. Honestly, when you see him. None of it. He's my work. favorite player. Him, None him of it and uh, Luca are my two favorites in the NBA right now. I mean, right now, dude. I, I, I've been a, I've been a fan of his for like his whole career. So I still am holding on to Giannis just because Giannis is my guy. Though I don't, feel I don't like to watch him it, anymore, man. Like, I know, you know I the, know, I know, I know. Just, what you're just saying. seeing someone being a freak is cool for a while, but then seeing them like outsmart and doing these crazy crafty things—that's what gets me hard. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my whole time in America, uh, like five years now, I in my first, like, very early on, I bought these two figurines. They're pretty big. They're like a foot tall. Yeah. Uh, and there's one of LeBron, there's one of Giannis, just because, and that was like five years ago. Uh, I was just a big, at that time, Giannis was like, I think he won Most Improved. Mm-hmm. The year. Sounds about right. Yeah. I bought this, uh, like 2016. Uh, but I've always, and... I think he's the fact that he's won back-to-back MVPs and Defensive Player of the Year and uh, and has flamed out in every dude. I've been heartbroken every playoffs for him. Like watching him, I like even today. Uh, yeah, I get over to, it, man. It's just a doll, bro. It's just a figurine. <laughs> <laughs> Chalo, it stands I for it no. stands for so much more. Like the yeah. reason I could have bought many dolls, bro. I'll send you some I, dolls I of some of these one. new guys, bro, you know, and then you first of all, they're not. <laughs> dolls Arjun. Okay. they're figurines yeah uh uh either way yeah all i mean to say is uh i still love Giannis, but it's been a really sad couple of years being a Giannis fan in many ways which sounds ironic i hope he bounces back I, he's a great guy i wanted to see it happen i just don't like the whole attention is on the I, nets i've this lost year. faith bro i don't see him making it to the finals i wanted him to leave just because i felt it'd be more interesting to see him with the true sidekick but you know what too nice bro i think that's why he's never going to leave like a lot of people hate lebron and mike but say what you want and kobe they've won titles bro you're too nice friend i I mean come on 
He was saying things like, I don't mind being the third best guy on my team if we win. Ridiculous. And don't, talk, like, don't talk garbage, Yanis. Yeah, exactly. All right, exactly. Spurs, all I want to say is they're doing Spursy things. Popovich doing his thing. They're in the bubble to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. They have like seven interesting Spursy players, you know? They've developed some good, yeah. nice young names. But sure. unfortunately, the two names on the top of the list are no longer Duncan and Manu. They're yeah. uh, Lamarcus and, uh, and Damar. Um, so yeah, middle of the pack, just whatever, like it is what it is. They're going to give you a hard game every night. That's about it, but let's move on. Yeah. Duncan and Manu though, my third and second best Favorites. favorite players of all time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dubs do dubs in many ways. I feel like are they like, it's the, they win and lose on curry, right? I mean, everything is about curry. Yeah. And he had a big game 62, I think his career high. Yeah, it was like um, a comeback after like a bit of a down game. Uh, yeah, he's been fun to watch and Wiseman has been surprisingly good, you know. Uh, I'm not great. surprisingly, but I, he surprised me. No, no, I like Wiseman a lot. Yeah, all the things he can do. He can handle the ball. He can shoot the three. He shoots the three really nicely. Yeah, he's, he's got a nice a looking good stroke. defender. I'll yeah, just say this. Right now, Edwards is looking like the worst of the three so far, the top three, but whatever. Of course. LaMelo should have gone number one, bro. I love him. I told you, bro. Anyways. <laughs> I cannot call him Mellow, bro. I cannot call him Mellow. LaMelo, uh, for sure. Hey, but uh, uh, I did want to say one thing about the Warriors. Should they trade Draymond? If anyone will take him. Wow. Wow. What I mean by that is, yeah, actually, maybe they should look at a deal with some of these contending teams who just need one piece. But I don't know if they would get enough for him from any other team. So if you can... But I think Draymond is still a great third best player to have on your team. He's uh, he's about culture. He is their identity. You have to understand, before Draymond came, the Warriors were just a really fun team. He made them the title team that they are. For sure. Um, all right. Uh... I think that's enough warrior talk. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. I think they will. Maybe. I don't know. Who am I dropping out of this eight? Then the Spurs are on the bubble to make the playoffs. I think they'll make the play-in game. West is Grizzlies. just crazy. West is too yeah. hard. Yeah. Grizzlies, Grizzlies, it's a shame. Ja, ja went down. Out for a while. He yeah, scored 40-plus exactly. in the first game. He looked like he was ready to take that next step to superstar status. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think uh, uh, ja, ja getting hurt was like a really... Uh, I think that was like debilitating for this team. We don't know when he's going to be back. It looked like quite a bad uh, injury. Uh, but let's see what happens. Uh, is there anything else? Jan Jackson Jr. is out too. Yeah, Whatever. I just have to say that, um, you know, it's good to see a couple teams in the West who we know can then just have that letdown year because, I mean, there's just too many teams contending. So now that Jaws out, they're not really going to be concerned about making the playoffs unless he comes back soon. Same with the Kings. Thunder don't want to win this year anyway. They're all about stockpiling picks for like forever. Uh, the next team on and, the list and is... And the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves are trash. We've already spoken about the Rockets. I think the last team we should talk about and we need to actually wrap this up is the Pelicans. We can talk about the Pelicans. They're disappointing because we want them to compete, but they've lost four in a row. They were four and two. Um, also, Zion has been really underwhelming. Yeah, he's just been really underwhelming, and I don't think, uh, even like I don't know, I don't know what it is about him. He's uh, he's also like a really bad fantasy asset, which is kind of bad. The thing is this: he's playing more, but he's scoring a little bit less. So 
there's been no growth. And we were all hoping to see some growth. He's looked a little bit skinnier, but he still seems so big. It just doesn't seem right. I, I mean, I think we would all still want to see him even more skinnier. Um, and he's playing more minutes, and he's only missed one game. So that's the plus. Ingram has been a beast. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker had a nice little surprising game. But, you know, it's just so difficult right now to compete in the West. So I think we might be judging them too harshly so early in the season. Let's see. I hope uh, Lonzo's looked better. His shot has looked better. But then he's also had some letdown games, like his battle against his brother, where his younger brother just schooled him. So Yeah, and I think the trade for Bledsoe is actually not worked. I mean, like, it's been quite disappointing as well, I feel like. Well, the, what were they getting? Were they That trade was kind of like a dump of Giroud. I mean, I don't see how it ever benefited them in, on a talent standpoint. I mean, standpoint. at least in the in the regular season, Bledsoe was great. He was like they got picks, right? Defensive. That team. was a, that was a trade for future, anyways, right? It was, but I think they were also expecting Bledsoe to help yeah. at least in the regular season, just because he was on the all defensive team. Yeah, you know, he was. He's and he's like a very reliable point. I think the still. scouting report is out on him, and when you have him, who's a question mark from the perimeter, Lonzo, who's been streaky, Zion, yeah. who can't really stretch the floor. It's a bunch of mismatched parts, in my opinion. And then who's the no, center? I, agree. I mean, Adams is great from a toughness standpoint, but again, from an offensive fluidity standpoint, he's kind of a big oaf, you know, who will tip out rebounds. Where? What does that create? Yeah. It creates a lot of like iso ball from Brandon, who's playing very well, and he passes the ball well. But they're still not the team that they need to be in the long term. As a competitor, as a, you know, so let's see. Dude, Zion needs to Zion needs to take the leap, bro. Teams That's need it. to raid these teams. Zion needs to, they need to try and trade. This should yeah. be this should be his team. Yeah. This should be like LeBron on those two that 2005, Man, 2006, He should be doing what Julius Randle is doing for the Knicks right now. By the way, word, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And Julius Randle is looking great. Julius Randle looks like team, a better I mean, Zion right now. <laughs> abs- it's so scary to say, but yeah, yeah, he does, and and yeah, that's. You know what? I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Be like Julius Randle, <laughs> Zion Williamson. Man, That's Tibbs is doing some day. things, though, on, on the Knicks. you got to say, Tibbs is uh, making them competitive. It's been fun to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they've definitely been a a, a, a surprise team, uh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, quick, 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 think, quick takes uh, on the Rockets. John Wall's come back, and he's. it's been good to see him playing well. Uh, I want to see mm-hmm. what he can do now that Harden's gone. I hope uh, he can resurrect his career, along with that of Boogie Cousins. Christian Wood has been out of happen. sight. Only Christian Wood is good. They're both going I to I have be- to bring up the Minnesota thing, though, because Minnesota had the number one pick in this year's draft. They have a previous number one pick who's... An NBA all-star, superstar, people would say. Cat. They have D'Lo, who yeah. puts up numbers. And, of course, they have uh, Malik Beasley, who's putting up some pretty decent numbers, too. So, from a talent standpoint, they have everything they need to be to not be a cellar dweller. I don't know what it is. They don't have pride. This is what I'm saying. Some people are just empty stats. I think that starts with D'Lo. And, frankly, I think that we have to start to question what kind of player Cat is, also. Is he a winner? I don't know if he's not happy or... He's, I mean, he's soft. First of all, has been it is. out. He's yeah. been, he he's also been out. Otherwise, he had started off the season pretty nicely, but he's been out for a while. He needs a bit of Embiid in him, you know, just that dog who just wants to win. And I hope he can find it. Uh, he's, yeah. I know he had a very tough year. He lost a lot of family members. I love yeah, him yeah, as a yeah, talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wish he had a second guy that wasn't D'Lo, 
who could kind of bring the most out of them. And Edwards doesn't seem to have that fire either. So they all just seem like a bunch of pansies. I don't know why Edwards went number one, uh, but... It's like Fultz all over again, just because they look the part on scouting, on video, you know? Like, it's you're not, you're not watching a highlight right. reel here, you know? So... That's that's my thoughts, hey, man. Let's, uh, do you want to do you want to end by uh, talking about some of the rookies we haven't talked about? Like maybe uh, Tyler Halliburton. You said you had some ideas and something you want to talk about him. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to pull up the rookies this year. Um, there are a bunch of guys actually who I thought have really st- uh, stood out and, and played well at times. Uh, of course, Halliburton being one of them. He just uh, for me yeah. reminds me of like a Malcolm Brogdon type player, just super He's steady. Great. Super steady, good assist to turnover ratio. Can he's a run much the team. more. I think he's a much more talented passer than Brogdon ever was. Yeah, perhaps I haven't seen enough of him because I don't really enjoy watching Sacramento. But uh, I know he's been putting up some big numbers and um, is just as steady as they come. Patrick Williams on the Bulls has surprised and looked pretty decent. Um, they say, you know, kind of like a young Kawhi. Of course, who knows if he's going to uh, grow yawn, his Yawn, move on next. <laughs> yawn on the team, yawn on the rookie. Peyton, next. Peyton Pritchard hit a nice uh, game winner. The Boston people are loving him. He's kind of hey, like... Peyton Pritchard has been a, a a bit of a story. He's like their our white boy. What's our white boy's name again? Uh, the uh, Lakers? Caruso. Uh, Caruso. Right, he's right, like right. their Caruso. You or know, he's like, a fan favorite. Like, he's uh, fun. Who's the guy on the Bucks? I quite like him. Pat Connaughton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Xavier Tillman's done some things. Your boy from Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's been. He's not been bad at all. Yeah, yeah. He's been good. And actually, there's a couple of good young point guards. Quickly. In how is New how York. is Cassius Winston done? I don't know. I don't know so much about Winston, but uh, quickly in New York has been pretty decent. Uh, he's a Kentucky guy, I believe. And Tyrese Maxey had a 39-point game for Philly. Philly. That yeah. was the game where everyone was out with COVID. Yeah, but he got a lot of ch- uh, chances to score, and he played very well. Sadiq Bey also in Detroit. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. He's, he's been a good shooter, a good, good physical guy. And, um, of course, Precious is out there. Achiwu doing his thing. So just a few uh, names to look out for. It's an interesting crop. Uh, most of them big question marks because we didn't really get to know much about them leading up to the season. But you know what? They've come out, out straight away hungry, ready to ball. Yeah, but let's be honest. This is a bit of a failed draft, bro. Like, uh, I don't think any of... Do you think any of these guys may... Do you think will make like the Hall of Fame? I don't know, bro. Maybe... Maybe Mello. LaMelo. Maybe LaMelo. Maybe, maybe LaMelo. Mello. Okay, look... There's no LeBrons in this draft. The, that, there are also, I don't even think, there aren't even any like Mark Gasols. You know, someone who make the Hall of Fame. Uh, is Mark going to be in the Hall? I don't know, man. And, dude, he has a ring and a defensive player of the year. And yeah, he's on those Britain guy yeah. team. Yeah. He'll make it, bro. He'll, he's going to get his second ring this okay, year. Okay, I, I think there's some guys who are bigger than Mark. I think it's too early. Let's see what no, Wiseman just, does. Oh, you're saying they, some people make it bigger than Mark? Yeah, 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 dude. I mean, look, I'm a big believer in Halliburton. I think he's going to surprise people. Uh, yeah, I have to pull back up the names, actually, to give it a second thought. But yeah, you're right. It's a... It's a dry draft, bro. Okay, fine. It's a real dry draft. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. But there are some guys who are contributing early and... I, sure, some time starter caliber people who could win championships, sure. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. All right, I think this is a great uh, comeback episode. Uh, we're going to start our weekly schedule starting next week. 
Sounds good, brother. It was good catching up with you, man. As always. All right. Peace out. All right. Thanks for listening to Season 2, Episode 1 of Basketball Botsheet. As always, please rate and review and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have any questions or feedback for us, please write to us at basketballbotsheet at gmail.com. We'll be back on Monday. So till then, stay safe.